we're all protecting you. We have we all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? You told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me. Let me tell you something. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone. This is Eddie Estrada with Hot and Bravo, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm here with my guest this week, Armin, to cover this week in Bravo's top five. Armin, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. How are you? Doing fantastic. So for those who don't know what this week in Bravo top five is, this is our weekly show where we break down the top five stories in the Bravoverse that happen off screen. So this isn't what you're seeing again thrown down on RHOP, RHOC, or <laughs> pump rules. This is what is happening in the real lives of these people. IRL. Yes. Um, we also get to share our hot and bravoed moment of the week, which is the moment that got us most hot and bothered on our Bravo screen. So we do talk about the shows. We touch on screen a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> we, we try not to break the third world. Um, sorry, fourth wall, as Ramona would say. Um, but here's the thing. Our top two stories in our Hot and Robin moment of the week will be exclusively on our Patreon. So if you want to check those out, plus all the other exciting benefits that we have, check us out at patreon.com slash hot in Bravo. Armin, are you ready for new story? Numero cinco, the fifth in our lineup. Always ready, Eddie. Start it up. Okay, so we're going to start close to home in OC, Orange County. As you guys saw in the most recent episode, Tamara's mom, when Tamara was moving her to the old folks' home, uh, found her wedding dress from her first marriage. Why Tamara's mom still has this, who knows? Tamara's like, I don't want it anymore. Like, this is, I'm married to Eddie now. Like, that's my wedding dress. So, listen to what Tamara's doing. She's giving that wedding dress away to someone in need. I love that. I love that, too. Mind you, it's a size 2. Um, <laughs> it has to go to a very specific, a very person specific person. Um, but I think it's really nice. And she wrote a caption of what well, she took a picture of the dress and said, do you know someone that is in need, need of a size two white wedding dress? I'm giving my wedding dress away to someone in need. It is in perfect condition. Only worn once, which I thought was really cute. But like, of course with Tamara, there's always the shtick. So you can't just get the wedding dress. You also have to um, follow her a CBD company, Vera CBD on Instagram <laughs> and tag a friend to tell Tamara why you deserve the dress. You know, sometimes you do a good deed purely out of the kindness of your own heart, not expecting anything in return. Sometimes it's tit for tat. <laughs> you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So hey. in this case, give her a follow, help increase the awareness of her CBD company. Who the frick doesn't have a CB company these days? <laughs> I know. It's like a prerequisite of being a celebrity. It's like, hmm. <laughs> and uh, you may get a wedding dress. Now, here's the thing. In terms of marketing, this is targeting literally a very, very niche audience. Yes. Size two women who are in need of a wedding dress and obviously have to already be aware of the real housewives. Yes. This is a small group. Not that I'm not saying by the, by the way that there aren't a lot of probably size two women who watch The Real Housewives, but how many of them are also getting married? And Unless many, they're trying to plan ahead. And how many of them are in need of a wedding dress 
because of their situation. Right, they may already have a wedding dress. And can also afford CBD on the side from Vera CBD, Tamara's company. Like, I think it's all backwards. Do you think I'm thinking about it too logically, though? Do you think... No! Maybe, no, but do you, do you, Well, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate, even though this was, like, my original theory. Like, what if people just want Tamara's wedding dress? Like... Are you thinking of following her CBD company to just get a hold of that wedding dress? I mean, maybe. There There's you go. There's some creeps so, out there. So they can maybe, make up a sob story. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe the pool is larger than we thought. Maybe we should get it and then auction it off for us. Or we could put it here in the studio. We we make our own Housewives Museum since we yeah. couldn't get tickets to BravoCon. We exactly. make our own Housewives Museum. All we need to do is track down uh, Sandoval's couch. <laughs> we have Sandoval's couch. We have Sonia's phone number. We have we could get Tamara's wedding dress. What else could we put in here? Uh, we'll we'll find stuff. We'll, we'll uh, figure it out. Data Pant Wilkie sunglasses. If we can get a hold of those. 25000 <laughs> Can you believe? Can you believe? If I was going to get Dana, Dana Pam Wilkie's sunglasses, I would have bought like four BravoCon tickets, VIP Ultra for right? us with every access possible. I'm not I, buying it on those sunglasses. By the way, Camille and I were the first people to ever think of the museum concept. Podcast a couple years ago, we were talking about, maybe other people had this idea. I don't know. I, I'd like to believe we were the first. And we talked about a Vanderpump Rules Museum and... We joked about all the things that could, you know, fill it out, including, of course, Sandoval's couch where Jackson and Kristen slept together. Uh, the speaking of glasses, the sunglasses that the Jack, Jack stole in Hawaii that would have to be there. Uh, what else would be in there? Oh, um, I want a skin graft of um, Jax's Stassi tattoo cut <laughs> off of his body displayed. Mine's like a serial killer, like weird museum. That's I- very weird. How about Jax's um, protein products and his other? Oh, that gave creatine. him the uh, quote-unquote cancer. Uh, yeah. We could also have some tequila from Katie's Kitchen. We some can have pasta. The Bubba painting. Yes, the Bubba um, painting. We can have Raquel's atrocious reunion look from this most <laughs> recent season. Yeah, that'd be um, a good one. We could have the, um, what is it? The car that Lala got from her man. What is it? The Range Rover. Range Rover the from range. Randall. I like Fit that. that in the museum. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to fit in this studio, but, <laughs> you know. Um, with Bravo Con and everything, I mean, we basically came up with that entire concept. I tweeted yeah. about it. You are the way. first person to ever tweet about Bravo. I'm just saying, everyone's giving that, like, love Andy Seagirl all the, all the thing because she's the loudest talker and she has the most followers. But, honey, <laughs> let's go back in time and let's search... I came up with BravoCon. I literally was... It was Are people of, saying that she thought of it? Yeah. They're like, get her a ticket. She was the one who came up with the idea. And I was like, bitch. Did you tweet about it first? Uh, yeah. I'm almost positive. Because <laughs> I, t- I tweeted about it because I was... We were the RuPaul's DragCon. And I was like, right. Andy, like, DragCon was so good. Like, we should do a BravoCon. So, I'm just saying... We should be a panel, at least. We want to do a Housewives history. I'm going to look it up right Ugh. now. Well, speaking of New York... Let's move to our number four story. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's do it. Okay. So um, there's one New York story that you guys know we were going to talk about, but we're saying that for number one because that is our biggest story of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there's a new lady on the block in R-H-O-N-Y, and we are unsure if she's going to be a housewife or a friend, but she has been filming. Have you heard anything about this, Armin? I haven't at all. This is fresh news, fresh off the press, breaking by breaking news noise once again. Sources have told Entertainment Tonight that Leah McSweeney is the newest cast member for Roni. Um, she's 36, year old, 36 years old from New York, born and raised. She has a streetwear brand named Married to the Mob. 
and she's really good friends with Tinsley. So they've already been filming. They filmed out a workout scene together. Um, we don't know what her status will be as a housewife. We don't even know if she will be featured. Sometimes they test a few ladies and then right. only a few make the cut. But it's interesting to know that she's the type of person they're looking for. Um, I think, I think her age and her connection to Tinsley kind of shows where they're trying to move the show into, which is a younger audience because 36 is only 10 years older than me. Right. I could be a housewife in five years, essentially, by the rate that they're going. <laughs> like, call me up when I'm 30. I'll just be gallivanting around wherever they want to put me. I will literally be relocated for housewives. But how do you feel about this, like, younger wave of housewives coming in? It's inevitable. And we know that for the last few years, uh, the producers have been trying to move the uh, franchises in the in that direction uh, of replacing older housewives or uh, longer tenured housewives with younger housewives. And, you know, it's the natural cycle of things, right? In general, with these shows, at some point, you know, it gets rote. And you've seen Ramona do the same things a million times, although I, I still want Ramona to stay on the show. Or, you know, you've seen LVP do the same things a million times, the same storylines, running through the same beats, and you got to keep it fresh and exciting. So at some point, you kind of just need a reboot, right? And for continuity's sake, you keep a couple of uh, a couple of cast members that are in place. Um, but je- then, you know, you add a new person here. You replace a person there. It's been like that, frankly, from essentially the beginning. Yes. Um, but obviously, as the years go by, uh, it's the contrast is so stark today because now it's like, wow, what is there like? five OGs left. You know yeah. what I mean? There's not that many OGs left. So they're, I think, and they're falling off like flies, the emojis. Right. Let's be real. So, um, but I get it. It has to happen at some point. Yeah. You know, you what know, do you think? Are when, you happy about when it? When one Supreme falls, another Supreme rises. And I think right now, mm-hmm. Kevin O'Keefe was dead on, on his tweet. It's Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, who I think is the people's housewife right now. Uh, and by the way, that's another move too, is to just launch a new franchise, right? Mm-hmm. So you have Potomac and Dallas, both super successful. And they're only like four seasons in each. And they're only four seasons in, right? And they're both fantastic. If you guys aren't watching Potomac, watch Potomac because this season is insanely good. Uh, but this cast for Potomac currently is not going to be the same cast in season no. 12. And yeah. we all understand we that. We know that right? that's going to work. My only reservation about this move specifically is that they're latching, uh, the Roni producers are latching themselves onto Tinsley. And yeah. I don't think that's the right move because I don't think she's that exciting. That's um, what a lot of people have been saying online is like, oh, they're going to be revolving around Tinsley. What are they going to do? Just cry about Scott all day? Right. Which is like, I get it. But no, they won't. But That was Roni's you know, second try to get younger. The first try was Jules and that was an <laughs> utter disaster. Well, yeah. See where she is now. And they've kind of committed themselves to Tinsley. Um, and that's just what it is for now. We'll see if it works. I mean, I'm sure it will be a good season. I'm sure we're going to have some fun. As long as Ramona, Sonia and Luana are around, uh, and Dorinda, of course, I think we'll be okay for next season. At as least. long as Sonia's in the mix, she's my favorite housewife, I think, of all time. Yeah. She, I, I think I think Sonia and Ramona could go for another few years, at least. Uh, Sonia is going to go till she's in the ground. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, I love it. I love it. I'm, I mean, 
I'm not against it conceptually. I'm, I'm, but I am against this specific move. I know you're a big Tinsley guy, so you can't say anything. I mean, that. I do love Tinsley, and I'm excited <laughs> to see like her friends. But like, I get where people are coming from, where like the Tinsley story has kind of been played out. Like, right. but I feel like we saw in this last season, there's more to her than we've been getting, and I feel like this could be her breakout season, especially if she's around her own peers and not all these old women, because that's always been the little sister Tinsley like shtick. Right. I feel like she's gonna be able to finally break free and have like a really great season. And maybe her friends are good. Yeah, we don't know. This Okay, this girl's Instagram looks kind of lit. Yeah. She's kind of crazy. Like, she used to be a raver. Like, there's photos of her, like, with really? short hair, like, hats on. Like, this girl seems like she's going to be a good time. Yeah, look, maybe Tinsley's low-key, but it doesn't mean her friends have to be. Exactly. And let's be real. Tinsley was, like, a socialite long before she even graced the screens of Roni. She had her own she's TV show. She's a professional show. socialite. Ugh, well... You know, things are going good in New York. I'm excited to see how this new girl plays out. But just right over the Hudson River. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, don't know what my... you, I don't know where you're going with I'm this going one. to Jersey. Oh, you're right? going to Jersey. Okay, okay. Is that okay. over the Hudson? Over that body of water that separates New Jersey and New York. <laughs> we're going to Jersey. <laughs> Hop in the pond. Uh, we got to talk about Joe. GDJ. So the attorney general is fighting Joe's appeal and is demanding that he be deported. So now, okay, first and foremost, this was reported by Radar Online. So don't shoot us. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. Um, but they actually received documents from Pennsylvania court. So this is why I want to like actually believe the story because court documents yeah. are public, especially in big cases like this, like you're able to access these, you're able to talk with lawyers. Like it's not completely private, but this is just a suggestion from the attorney general, right? Like this isn't the final decision. His appeal lives on. Correct. So not really. So really he submitted this final like brief to the circuit court, you know, saying why he should remain in the United States. But then on behalf of the Attorney General, Assistant Attorney General, Joseph Hunt submitted a 40-page rebuttal on August 14th. But this isn't um, final, though, right? But, I mean, th- there... It looks bad. It looks really bad, and they're trying to deport him on the grounds of aggravated felony, which is right. the highest level of crime in the U.S. So because Joe was trying to say he's paid more than the 400000 in restitution, like he's been working really hard, to, you know... And the, the, I guess the attorney general is like, no, I feel like they're just trying to, you know, make a make an example out of him. And then there's this like really strange angle with Wells Fargo. Like apparently Joe himself was like scammed along with a bunch of other individuals by Wells Fargo. And like there's like a class action lawsuit against Wells Fargo. And that's a part of the defense is that like somehow in some way that kind of uh, absolves Joe a little bit. Well, yeah, Wells Fargo was giving people, like, fake loans and crap, right? Yeah, there was some shit, and Joe was kind of wrapped up into it, but as as a victim. As a victim, yeah, which is probably why he was able to open up all these accounts with no one questioning anything. So it's all so complicated, um, but but again, I don't believe this is finalized, right, Eddie? It's not, um, but it's a a big blow. Um, And on Twitter, or not Twitter, on Instagram, our followers, when we posted this story... Y'all don't think Teresa will stay with Joe if he gets deported, and honestly... No, she won't. She won't. No, she won't. She she said so. She said so on Watch What Happens Live. She did. Yeah. And the reunion. 
and the reunion. I forgot about that. Um, so we'll we'll see how this plays out. But we had to give you the update on Joe for story number three. Yeah. Now, if you guys want to listen to our top two stories of Hot and Bravo and our Hot and Bravo moment of the week, make sure you guys check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.